you're telling Dave, you're telling David, like, you're gonna be the one that fucks it up, and then you fucked it up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 439 with a review of John Wick Chapter 2. I'm Christopher Schnazy. I'm Carson Patrick. I'm David Klein. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you this week. We are, we are joined together, we're, we're giving each other um, some markers, and we're trying to take on the big world of assassins as we discuss John Wick Chapter 2 with guest David Klein. Hello. How are both of you guys doing this fine evening? I'm doing well. You know, I almost said that my name was O, uh, the callback to the first John Wick. Ha ha. <laughs> I didn't do it, though, because I didn't want to fuck it up. So funny. Nailed it. Nailed it. I so nailed it. Crushing life. Yes. That's what I do. (laughs) I love how we were joking about how this this banter in this episode was going to super smoothly. (laughs) And then just right out of the gate. It's just... Just super strong. It's just super awesome. But yes, yes. Welcome to the podcast, David Klein. We were actually going to have you on... uh, What was the episode that we were trying to get you on and then didn't work out? Uh, was it Rogue One? No. No, no. It was something shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I said London Has Fallen because I think that, oh, that was, Chris told me that movie. someone was supposed to be on for that, and I don't know if it was you or not. Yeah, it, but, it, uh, it must have been that episode. I think we were going to get you on for London Has Fallen, just, just, just for shiggles. Yeah. That movie was so bad that it ruined the first one, and I love the first one. Well, you and Chris both. <laughs> more Gerard Butler in my life. I well, we always could use more G butts in our life, but I mean, G butts. Olympus has fallen was pretty bad, and London has fallen was definitely. I worse. own three copies of Three Hundred. I'm a big <laughs> Gerard Butler fan. Two Blu-rays, one DVD. I wish I were kidding. Yeah. So, so, Wait, so why do you man? have two, why do you have two Blu-rays though? Is like one like a. Like a double dip or something, or well, one he, like he, an H- I was at Target and I was like, "Oh my god, three hundred on Blu-ray for seven dollars! I should pick that up." And I went home. And I said, "Roommate, you're not gonna believe this. I got three hundred on Blu-ray." He's like, "Dude, check the closet. You already have three hundred on Blu-ray." <laughs> so that's just the kind of guy I am. It would be great if you had it on like HD DVD, also <laughs> oh, like an outdated and, and format. Blu- amazing. Yes. VOD. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did I you was gonna, get a I w- digital copy too? Uh, actually, I think one of them does have a digital copy because it has one of those iTunes keys. Or what is it called? What's the uh, the super fancy Hollywood thing? Uh, Ultraviolet? Ultraviolet. I was going to say the bad Mila Jojovich movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. well, that's a, that, speaking of bad movies. <laughs> that one sucked. Uh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't fuck with Ultraviolet. I don't, the movie and the digital system or whatever, I don't... People say yeah. it, people say it sucks, so I just take their word for it. It works for me. It's great. I don't see why people hate it so much. I got a bunch of movies synced on all my iOS devices. It's great. So is is there a an Apple TV app though for Ultraviolet? No, but once you like once you how does that Yeah, it's called oh, I it's, can't remember. It's called iTunes Movies. No, no, okay. <laughs> no, so there's no, Apple Ultraviolet is its own is its own protocol. Yeah, and you use like Flickster to Oh, Flickster. I forgot about that shit. 
Yeah. That was and like the Facebook so. thing. <clears throat> was it? Yeah, you could like review movies on Flickster through Facebook back when I was on oh. Facebook. Oh, I think there was uh, a, face- a, long there was time a Flickster ago. app for Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It Wait, was kind of like Facebook, where'd you go? Tumblr? <laughs> no, I went back to Zanga. I tried to make it ha- happen again. <laughs> no, no, Carson um, is one of those guys info. that that left the internet because he thought it was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I heard, I heard, diesel engines are cool too. <laughs> I, I went <laughs> off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, well, uh, yeah. I, th- I think I think uh, it's about time to bring it back to this episode. Are you guys ready to get into it? <laughs> I thought we were going to start talking about the uh, Adrian Grenier episode, uh, movie where he goes off the grid and then, like, because it's nuclear war. Another bad movie. I love bad movies, you guys. Wait, what movie did Vinny Chase star in where there was nuclear war? The nuclear, whatever. He has, like, a family and then he's self sustaining and then people start showing up and they're like, we need some stuff. And he's like, sorry, bro, can't give any stuff. And they're like, bro, you're the only one with stuff. And then it's like violence. Was this like some directive VOD shit that happened in like the uh, last couple of years? Because this sounds like, yeah. or was it, it actually it was a movie? Bad. Was it actually a movie in Entourage? It, it, like it, it, it sounds like it sounds like the uh, <laughs> the Asylum version of Book of Eli. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sounds like an Asylum movie. How come they never made the sequel to Book of Eli? By the way, ah, because life is uh, hard. How do you even spell Grenier? Grenier. Uh, Anyways, yeah. I don't know. You can bring it back. All right. Should, should we get into the episode, guys? I really want to know what this movie is, though. <laughs> Damn it, Carson. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm is looking. Is it Goodbye World? It's definitely not True Bromance. That's the next... When a mysterious terrorist attack causes chaos in the city, a group of friends take refuge in the countryside at cabin. That's it. Yeah. Ooh, Kid Cuddy's in it, too. Yeah, this looks pretty bad. Bad movie. This looks like a movie that Chris would waste his time on. If it was me. He would send he would send me the iTunes trailer link and be like, oh, check this out. Uh, I'd be like, you know, why? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? No, wait, hold on. What I'm trying to think. I might I might have seen this trailer one time and been like, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I sacrifice for you. <laughs> oh. Alright. Well, anyways. Movies that we did yes. watch, one of which is John Wick Chapter 2. We're going to get yes. into that right now. So let's go ahead and take a listen to the trailer for John Wick Chapter 2 and then come back and uh, let you know what we thought. Whoa. How good to see you again so soon, Mr. Wick. I need you to do this task. I'm not that guy anymore. You're always that guy, John. I can't help you. You know the rules. If you don't do this, you know the consequences. Accounts payable, how may I help you? I'd like to open an account. Name on the account? John Wick. The contract has gone international. You have no idea what's coming. Somebody please get this man a gun. You stabbed the devil in the back. To him, this isn't vengeance. This is justice. You working? Afraid so. 
Whoever comes, I'll kill them. I'll kill them all. Of course you will. Put a little purple I'll try and do the same. All right, so that was the trailer for John Wick Chapter 2. Uh, back in John Wick Chapter 1, uh, John Wick was this, uh, you know, ex-assassin. He had gotten out of the biz. And then one day, some Russians come, and they kill his dog, and they take his car. And he gets really pissed, and he has to, like, you know, go from being retired to coming back just to kick the shit out of a bunch of these guys to sort of get revenge on them. Uh, now, here we are. We see him. You know, he, he's finished with his revenge. You know, he, he, he's, you know he still might have to punch and kick and shoot a few people but uh basically he's mostly ready to get back out again but here comes this other assassin guy with this little thing called a marker that kind of forces him to get back into the to the gang and then uh you know in the first film we were following a lot of uh you know little little henchmen who you know not that bad but now there's a whole world of freaking assassins who uh john wick has to go up against and a whole bunch of crazy violence ensues so before we get into the full review, John Wick, the first one, was one that was uh, pretty well reviewed, I believe, on this podcast. Um, it sure was. It was so well reviewed that we had to do it twice. <laughs> Is that the episode <laughs> that we recorded a full second time because we messed it up? <laughs> yeah, we fucked it up like big time, and then uh, we had to record it again. And um, we thought it was good, but then. Upon listening back, it wasn't as... No, I'm kidding. It was I'm just... I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, well, anyways, David Klein, why don't you let us know what you thought of the first John Wick film? So the first one was almost not watched by me because after watching some other movies, recent Keanu movies, like Man of Tai Chi, which I thought was terrible. Oh, what? Great, great, great movie. Great movie. That terrible. movie is fucking You owe great. me a life. Terrible. Yeah, you owe me a life. Fuck you. Okay, let's say the movie's amazing. You can't argue. Uh, it's not. That's too aggressive. But the end of the movie has the final, spoiler warning, final fight scene with Keanu. And he can barely move. He is so stiff. He's like 80 years old. And I thought, oh, shit, this is the end of Keanu. The Matrix days are over. It's done. He can't move anymore. I mean, he looks so great for oh, 80. When, when, when I heard, oh, John Wick's coming out, and he's going to kick some ass, I'm like, no, I saw him have Tai Chi. He can barely move. So I was <laughs> I almost blew it off completely. And then 47 Ronin, I was like, eh, whatever. So I'll give, I was I'll give you that John one. Wick. 47 Ronin yeah. sucked. I'll give you that. And so did Man of Tai Chi. But anyway. <laughs> um, Four, 47 Ronin yeah. is the movie that I was the only one in our group here on the podcast that was excited to see it, and I never saw it. Yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> well, spoiler warning, they all die in the end. Yeah, Anyways. they do. No! <laughs> wait so is that is that the rule you say spoiler warning and then spoiler right you don't you don't well, actually that's okay, what i do something like that yeah um it's, it's a good way to get bleeped on this podcast david i mean nice uh, no one cares about 47 Ronin. so anyways if you if you look past that and you say okay john wick oh it's gonna be an action movie great i assumed oh it'd be a dumb boring simple action movie but really it was it was incredible, and I have to give all the credit to the world building and the fact that they made these very specific rules that you followed, and I found it really fascinating and put a lot more effort into the average like revenge movie where you know maybe Mel Gibson's payback or paycheck or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, payback. Um, 
which I assume sucked. I just don't support him. But anyway, <laughs> Payback was cool. Uh, was it? Okay. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, not as cool as uh, Ransom, but... Was, it, was that the one where he was, was like, old too. to get shot in the neck? Uh, yeah. No, that was, uh, that was uh, Face Off. <laughs> no, no, not Face Off. <laughs> Mel Gibson in a movie where he was old and he was trying to do something, and I forget what it was, but at some point he, like, punches in a window to a door, comes in, and, like, someone shoots him in the neck, and he's like, ugh, I've been shot in the neck. It could have been I Payback. I haven't seen like, it since, like, 1999. Yeah. So yeah, so John Wick 1, amazing. I loved it. When I heard there was a sequel, super pumped. Uh, I don't want to get too specific about John Wick 1, but really that world building is where it locked me in. I had to watch it over and over again just to hear all the little rules and details that they have for this established world. You know, their own currency, their own, you know, no man's land territory, people who work professionally in the assassin world who aren't even assassins. They just are uh concierges or whatever the word is the italians use i don't know <laughs> so that's that's what i think about john book one sweet and uh i mean yeah like Car- carson and i you both love this film uh there's probably not too much more that uh, we need to say about the first john wick um but uh but yeah we are here to talk about john wick 2 so david klein start us off did john wick 2 live up to what you loved of John Wick 1, um, or did it, you know, get assassinated? I fucking loved it. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it's not as good as the first one, and like, the reviews are like, oh, it's you know, it doesn't live up to the hype. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant, and I thought it took it up a notch. Uh, so they took it out of, like, the streets of New York City and, you know, nightclubs. They took it into Ro- Roman ruins, which was incredible. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to get into details too much, but the whole opening sequence is like a nightclub that's in the middle of what I would call the Pantheon, like the Roman Forum. In, in It's crazy. And the fact that this nightclub has a bathtub facility, so you can sort of call the maitre d' and say, hi, yes, I'd like the bathtub room and just take a bath in the middle of your own party. That was hilarious. Loved it. It's like, well, what if they don't even use the hot water? It's just waste. It was crazy. Um, so I loved, I don't know, I'm still talking about John Wick too. Overall, amazing and common, amazing. Uh, I mean, I know, I know. I think common fans on this show. Why does common Common always play this like stupid, shitty assassin role every single freaking movie? The second he shows up, I want him to get capped so hard. No, (laughs) I thought he was. I don't know if we want to talk about. I thought he was dead in the first ten minutes, but then they twisted. They like change it. That's what I love about John Wick is that. You always think, oh, this is going to end with Keanu killing him. It's like, no, no, they share a drink together. Amazing. <laughs> and they have like a little conversation, just like um, just like in uh, Heat. You think, oh, you know, Rob De Niro's busted. But no, he has a little coffee with Al Pacino. <laughs> I mean, amazing. So I'm pretty it's sure that this movie moment, lives up yeah. to Heat. This is the new De Niro Pacino coffee scene. Boom. Nailed it. But yes, the, the <laughs> deaf woman. High praise loved right it. there. The deaf woman's incredible. I immediately looked her up. Now I have to go watch the new Triple X movie because she's in that also. Oh, Triple X was good. <laughs> okay. I told okay, Chris to go see, see it, but he's like, I was busy. Oh, you're missing out. Triple X. <laughs> Dude, right. we'll I was legitimately busy. Day. I was legitimately busy. But yeah, Ruby Rose, she's uh, she's pretty hot. You're, you're, she's you're talking about so Justin Bieber, badass. right? 
I did, I did. I did. I got the Justin Bieber revive also. I said, I, I, I I said that to David as we were walking out of the theater. I was, he was like, man, uh, she was hot. The, I was like, oh, you mean Justin Bieber? And he's like, no, views, why did you say that? The views of Christopher Schnazy do not reflect the views of other people. That definitely, that definitely hurt me a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, it's like, uh, it, it, it she is, ba- I mean, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, even though it sounds like, I, I mostly just want to make the joke, but she's like, if Justin Bieber had a baby with the lesser Mara, then you get her. Uh, you lost me. I'm too old. Hey, but you know what? Ruby Rose actually was also in um, Resident Evil, the final chapter, another movie that Chris uh, didn't see. Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to see that. I like those movies. But, uh, even though they're terrible. And just to bring it back to the uh, opening banter uh, that was pre pre recording, uh, also going to be in Pitch Perfect three. So oh my god, get ready, Amazing. get ready. There you go. Um, Maybe she'll sing a Bieber so, song, and Chris will be like, oh, "It's come full circle." <laughs> I'll be like, "I told you guys." I love when you do the Chris impressions. You're so good at it. <laughs> um, the other thing that was so good about this was. If you just watch the first one, you think, okay, maybe this little world exists just in New York or just in the United States. But no, like they expanded the world so much to the point where it's like, oh, you need to get clothing. You need to get guns. You need to get keys and maps. And it's just everything. Everyone supports this world. And it gets a little overboard where it's to like, hey, the, the, the lady with the stroller and the baby is also an assassin. It gets a little crazy <laughs> that way. But um, I like that it just expanded it. It blew it up completely. Yeah, I, and like, I also I, like that. It, oh, sorry, yeah, you go. No, I like that the uh, the dude from Shaun of the Dead uh, was the was the he, Keanu was like, I'm here to see the sommelier or whatever, and then it's just a dude with a bunch of guns <laughs> yeah. with 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 good. actual wine bottles too. I mean, he's got to keep up appearances, I guess, for whoever. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty dope. So, so here's a, here's a random question. Uh, maybe, maybe I should save this question for, for later on in the episode, but I'll just throw it out now. What if one day we get like a Kingsman John Wick crossover? <laughs> Amazing. I would take that way faster than the Men in Black 22 Jump Street qu- crossover. Hey, don't you talk bad about that crossover. <laughs> I, w- I would watch both. Hey. I would watch yeah. both crossovers. I'm going to watch the shit out of both of them. It's going to be great. <clears throat> if Keanu walked in and just murdered everybody in the cast... Of Kingsman, I would call that a triumph. <laughs> I'm sure he's that could. movie yeah, was like, so overrated. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, what? Did you just say Kingsman was overrated? Whoa. Overrated. You... Right, cut D- off his mic. Cut off his mic. He's out. Cut <laughs> off. DK and Stephen Miller are on the same team on that one. Woo. Yeah. 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 So are you pro butt sex or anti <laughs> butt sex? Because was, that's what Stephen was anti. Was, you, don't, you don't have to answer that question. I was offended. <laughs> I was offended that you would end the movie in such a dumb way. Almost as bad as the end of the world is not enough when Pierce Brosnan says to Denise Richards, I thought Christmas only came one time per year. And I was like, oh, eye rolling so hard. I hate this movie. I now. mean, that's Actually, funny, but also it was, you know, I was like, what? Like, I maybe like 10 when I saw that movie yeah. in theaters. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's no, I get it French class, but I mean, yeah. I can't believe that movie ended with like a Snapchat spectacles perspective of a butt. Just ridiculous. Anyways, <laughs> Samuel Jackson did not need to have lisp. I thought that was weird to have a lisp. I didn't understand why that woman with no legs was able to function so well. That blew my mind. You, know, you know, it's a, it's just a movie though. Like, hey, she had legs. They fake. were just swords. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, no. And, it, you know, you walk into someone's house and there's a woman who's like a butler but also has no legs that have just has swords down there. You leave. Like, come on, really? You got to go. <laughs> Check, please. I don't trust her. I got to go. Actually, I know you, David. You walk in, you go, hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, I was going to say, though, I think if they did this crossover, I don't think it would be fair because I think I think John Wick would just eliminate everyone in the Kingsman because like you put John Wick up against anybody and I think he would eliminate you know I would love the like to see him join the Avengers and then just be like guys I got oh this oh my god sit the fuck Thanos. down Thanos <laughs> yeah give me seven That's, bullets Lawrence Fishburne and we'll go take down Thanos <laughs> that is that is how they're going to defeat Thanos okay Robert Downey Jr. is not going to bring back all of his suits like Chris predicted or whatever the fuck. They're going to call in John Wick and he's going to kill no. this motherfucker. That's what's going to happen. Suit. All right, all right, just here we go. Black suit just, for Keanu. Just, just to keep the train rolling. Okay. John Wick versus Christian Bale and Equilibrium. Oh, now see, there's a fair fight. That's a fair fight, no, I think. No, because John Wick can hit. John Wick, you feel like he's beating the crap out of people. And he's the knife fight guy, too. Yeah, but didn't Christian Bale in that movie also have, like... Did he have, sword? Did he have swords? I can't remember. Yeah, he had, he had, he had swords at one point. Yeah, because he, cause he, uh, he cuts Tay Diggs' face off at the end. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler, okay. Spoilers for a 15-year-old movie. It's actually a pretty interesting fight, because if you murder both of their dogs, they would just fall over crying. <laughs> so they both have this amazing weakness. I remember when I saw Equilibrium, and then I saw the first Underworld, because that came out the next year, Ugh, and then I was awful. like, they fucking stole that from Equilibrium, because remember, Kate Beckinsale whoosh, goes in, cuts that dude's head off, and then it's like it's like a minute, and she turns around, and it's Bill Nye, I think, and his face yeah, slides yeah. off, and I How was like... How many times can they make that movie over and over again? You know, I can't believe there's <clears> another one. I was going to say... That I saw Underworld Blood Wars and Chris didn't, but I actually didn't <laughs> catch Underworld Blood Wars because of other things. But yeah, I wanted to see it and then be really bored. Oh, anyway. All right. So now that I helped facilitate the world's longest rat hole, <laughs> I'm going to bring it back and ask you, Carson Patrick, what did you think of John Wick Chapter 2? Uh, well, I wish I could say that I hated it or, you know, whatever, just to spice it up. But uh, I mean... I really, I, I this is undeniably uh, an awesome movie, um, and yes, I was super stoked going in that uh, for John Wick, <clears throat> you know, just from the first one, um, and I, I just went in not even, not even thinking like, well, I hope it lives up. I just went in going, it's gonna live up, and it totally did. I think it exceeded expectations. Um, I think it's as good, if not better, than the first movie, uh, which I think is is super rare because you know you you rarely get a good action movie, let alone a good action sequel. And then I mean, you rarely just get a good sequel now, you know, nowadays anyway. So um, I think the strong disagree. <laughs> um. Triple X two, Ice Cube, State of the Union, <laughs> one of the greatest action movies of all time. Uh, uh, you're spoiler, joking, right? <laughs> yes, of course I'm joking. That movie is crap. You know what's great though is that Ice Cube Ice shows Cube? up in Triple X three. No way! Oh my not, god, does he steal a tank again? That'd be amazing. Not a spoiler because they showed it 
in one of the trailers, so... Ah, okay. Don't kill me, bro. Um, that is the highlight of the movie, was when they steal a tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the highlight of most movies, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't even know what I was saying. Um, well, I mean, this John Wick Chapter 2 feels kind of like... It kind of feels like Kill Bill, where like they shot it, they shot the first one and this one all as like a four-hour movie, and then they decided to just like cut it in half because this really does feel like, you know, season two, like the next, because it picks up right where the first one left off, and it just it really feels like. Uh, I, I was gonna say, do you know how many how much time has passed? Because I I actually know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, did they say in the movie? I don't remember. No, but I listened to Keanu on the Nerdist today. Oh, okay. Ah. Got the so inside scoop. I was trying to figure this out because his garage is not repaired. He doesn't have his car back. He has a new dog that clearly knows him very well and follows him around. He's completely healed from the intense, brutal knife wounds from the end of the first movie. It was five days later. Mm. Well, he got a new dog at the end of the first one, right? And, but it already is like very well trained. It's not pooping in the house. I mean, that's well, it, I mean, top I mean, five it, days. It, but it, it just, John it just Wick knows it's John it Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. He stared it down the first oh, yeah. time it came into the house. Also, we find that's out true. in this episode that there's some weird magic, uh, <laughs> magic IVs you can get that heal bullet wounds and knife wounds. <laughs> well, I mean, I assume that's the same thing as that movie Wanted, where Angelina gets oh, out. Yeah, of yeah. I was gonna say the wax. Oh yeah, she up. gets in the bath. Yeah, super heal. Yeah, yeah. yeah super not, hot. I mean, the, super heal. I believe you're you're referring to the uh, IVs you get in the homeless encampment underneath the New York City subway system. Yeah, are we gonna get to the homeless people? Yeah, that the, was super dumb. The ho- what? What? The hobo. <laughs> that was the worst. I think you could cut out that twenty-minute chunk easily. Oh, no, no you weird. can't because that's like the, the, the whole no. third movie is going to be based on this group of people. Hard disagree. <laughs> Wait, are you disagreeing with my assumption or are you? No, disagreeing I'm hard with disagreeing his... with DK over here. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, because uh, I think Fishburne. I think yeah. Lawrence Fishburne as the hobo king, probably <laughs> one of the greatest characters. Oh. That they could have put in the in this movie, let alone a movie. Um, but yeah, I thought, I, I mean, you know, it, it goes back to just the whole idea that, you know, they set up this great world and mythology in the first movie, and they're doing what all great sequels should do, which is give you more of what you liked about the first movie, and then expand on the world that they built upon in the first one. And, and you know, they they totally do that by giving you a glimpse more of a glimpse into the the mythology um but they but they don't do what a lot of sequels do uh namely you know to to name another keanu uh franchise but the matrix sequels did this you know as much as i like them they are um i just can't think of the word but they're they are you know uh Ah, fuck. Uh, but they, they do this, okay? I can't think of the word. I can't think <laughs> I of the no, adjectives. I have no idea the point you're trying to make right now. <laughs> well, I think I know what you mean. They, um, they change it. In, in The Matrix 2, well, yeah, in Revel, the, uh, Reloaded, they re- change the world. And yeah. that pissed me off. Wait, it how do they change... Oh, hold on a second, hold on a second. We're going to have to back this up for a second. How do they change the world in the second Matrix film? I'm pretty sure you and I have had this conversation. <laughs> it it oh, pissed me off to no end. Uh, at the end of The Matrix 2, in reality... He shoots electricity out of his hand, 
And I was like, oh, so there's no physics. Okay, so the, there's no rules anymore. He, it's he as doesn't if the actually movie, shoot electricity out of his hands. He holds up his hands and the robots short circuit. The electricity is coming from their own units to each other. I, I don't interpret it that way, but I think you're actually right. <clears throat> but anyways, well, he has some kind of effect on matter in reality. And it's, it's, it would be the same thing if Keanu held up his hand in this movie and humans started falling over dying. But no, it's, it's like, different. Like no... the, the machines are controlled by the same code that runs the Matrix itself. So if he is tapped into the Matrix and he has full control over the, the thing, he can overload robots in real life with this like Wi-Fi connection that he basically has. The whole point was oh. that he, his, his physical connection to the Matrix was severed, but his brain had already synced and was on the same wavelength as the Matrix code was running. So he was able to manipulate the code while outside of the Matrix. That is what was happening in that film. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think that's that's rule break. That makes humans into like full blown wireless. No, no, no. it makes human into full blown wireless. It makes him into Jesus. It's not all of he them. He was Jesus in the third one. He was Jesus uh, in the third one. So, I, but th- that that's my point. Is it, it like okay? How about this? It stretched the rules a little bit. Whereas in this one, he still like the this, the physics were there. He was able to go to services and he was able to talk to people and get help. And then he killed people. It wasn't like, oh, all of a sudden he was actually governor of Arkansas the whole time. You're like, wait, what's going on here? Like that it didn't make any leap. Yeah, yeah I got you. <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, I've aged 10 years now, so that's good. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, I mean, no, that's – I yeah. I don't. Uh, you, you're you're going you're going balls deep into into what uh, I was gonna merely say, which was that actually the, we're going we're going wick deep. <laughs> you're going oh. yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I just the you know the Matrix sequels are I think commonly cited as you know they set up this great mythology in the first Matrix, and then they just explained everything about it in the sequels, which took away the mystery of the you know the first movie and you you know it's nice when you can it's it's always better when you can fill in the gaps yourself um and um and i think that john wick 2 doesn't do that it doesn't suffer from that it gives you more of the mythology but it doesn't answer any questions it just adds on to it you know like we get to see um you know that there are these like you said they're they're the other um there's other locations that these uh, the society of hitmen can go to, um, and you know there's this there's like the whole hobo kingdom, and there's the whole thing with uh, which my favorite was the whole thing with like the accounts payable with all the like rockabilly. Oh my god, that was amazing! With all the, the tattoos, yeah, and, like all oh the my god, that was so funny. All the like rockabilly chicks are like on the phone. They're using like typewriters and like old timey shit and. Um, <laughs> That was cool. I mean, yeah, like, I, what that, kind of system was that? Like that, that was crazy. The aesthetic of that was like really cool because John Wick does, um, which I always, which I've said before on here, and which I always like is where it's set in. You know, you, you kind of don't really get a sense of when it's set. It feels like present day. People got like smartphones and shit. But well, then there's wait, also people. They? Yeah, John Wick had a like a Samsung phone but, or some kind of smartphone but, in this. All of the assassins have little slider. Cam- yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They, they, have, they have that, but that's like a that's clearly like an aesthetic. That's like the secret society. Yeah, the secret society cell phone. I thought yeah, that they was all, pretty cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's 
I like that too. Is that like they, you know, a lot of them have the the flip phones or the slidey phones, and I'm pretty sure Ian McShane had an iPhone, but I, 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 I might be mistaken. I, I, but, I, I will say too, like just just last week, I was at a concert here in the city, and uh, somebody had a flip phone in the pit, and I was like, "What the hell is this guy doing with a flip phone?" Maybe he was an assassin. Maybe, or you know. He's just really big fans of Less Than Jake. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that, that could be it. That, I, I'm that just assuming. <laughs> I'm glad Clark sti- Carson is stalking me. He's still stuck <laughs> in the in the early aughts, guys. He can't help it. Um, uh, but, you know, I like that because it, it, it it's blending, you know, and then we get this whole accounts payable thing and, like, there's no new technology. It's all old technology. And, like, it's very old and, like, the... Uh, in the continental, all the different continentals, you know. So I like that mix of, like, the old and the new because you can't really pin it down. Um, so I thought that did it better, did it a lot better than what uh, La La Land was trying to do where it had just all this, like, you know. It was, like, old-timey. <laughs> you, you will I stop to... at nothing to take a dig at La La Land. Watch I know. It. I had to, was amazing. I had I to get it in you. there. I had to get But I thought that. I was like, you know, this is what, that's what I wanted from La La Land, which I was trying to convey in the review, but I think... You know, like uh, what always happens, I start like, blah, 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 and the blah. I can't really get the point across. But um, but yeah, I liked I liked that John Wick establishes this world um, of like hyper reality and and fantasticalness. And like you just don't really can't really pin it down, um, which makes, you know, for some great and hilarious, sometimes hilarious action scenes. Like, there's a lot of, um, I mean, the first movie had a great sense of humor, too, but there's a lot of humor in this movie and within the action scenes. I mean, the whole sequence where they put the hit out on John Wick and then all these all these dudes, like, keep coming after him. Dudes and women keep coming after him. And then he finally spars with Common. Like, there's some there's some really good good stuff in there. And, like, I mean... The, the, the scene where they're, I think they're walking through the Oculus in, in Manhattan, or sorry, Manhattanites call it New York, and where they're just casually shooting at each other. <laughs> yeah. That was, that that was badass. Unbelievably that was cool. That was so badass. Um, they're like, pew, pew. And like, nobody notices. That was awesome. Well, that's one, of, that's one of my notes is, I mean, clearly there's no police in the entire city of New York because... <laughs> Keanu must murder a hundred people on the streets in public, and no one says, "Hey, hey, um, are you okay? Should we call like for help?" Well, yeah, he, like, in, Keanu... in in all fairness, he doesn't stay in one spot very long. So That's true. There could I mean, be tons of police. There would be an APB on him. He would be in trouble. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no, nobody is living to say his description, right? That's no, true. I, I think I mean, like yeah, nobody's like, hey, the, uh, the Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga has camera. been shooting stuff. Dude, in, I'm pretty wait, okay. I'm pretty sure I the police. I'm Baba pretty Yaga sure thing. the police know of John Wick and know oh, and not to fuck away. with. Well, like the guy, yeah, his friend, because what's his face his from the newsroom? He's like, he's like, yeah. John Wick, you working again? Yeah, his buddy shows up again in this one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's the cop. Okay, so the the Baba Yaga thing. Is that what he was called in the first movie also? Yes. Because I thought the Russian boss in the first movie says, this is not the boogeyman. This is the guy you sent to kill the boogeyman. No, he said yeah, that in addition he's... to... Okay. So yeah, he's yeah, also yeah. known yeah. as the so, boogeyman. So, okay. He, yeah, he says that while talking about like how crazy he is, but they yeah, still call yeah. him the boogeyman. Because he's Do saying... We, are we going to... Yeah, you go. He's saying his like, little uh, Freddy Krueger jingle um, yeah. about... 
about John Wick, and he they that's when he references the Baba Yaga or whatever. So are we going to kind of walk through step by step? Because I feel like we can't skip over the intro scene with one of my favorite actors. Oh, yes. Who never gets any credit. I don't I remember the guy from Armageddon, the crazy Russian he was in. Um, I just want to I just want to interrupt you right there and say that Uh-oh. I know no one listens to this show, but Peter Stormare does get all of the credit. I feel like we bring <laughs> him up at least five times a year. I mean, yeah. he's definitely we definitely bust out the Armageddon this is how we do in Russia. I fucking did yeah, it before yeah, the recording. Exactly. Also, okay, yeah. also, most the, importantly, Washington D.C. New the York, other, boom. Yes. yeah. Most importantly, though, another great Keanu film, Constantine, playing. Oh Lucifer. yes, like oh, he's, he's freaking fantastic. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I totally forgot yeah, so about that. Great. Oh yeah, he was a good. He's great. He was a good. Looks Satan. like someone doesn't have your back anymore. Um, when he, and the way he, they start, yeah, they start this movie with. In case you didn't see John Wick 1, we're going to give you 90 seconds about how he is the scariest person in the world. And I loved it. It was just it, enough. Well, it is I funny liked... that like he, he's, he's coming there to steal his car, and he drives it out to alert everybody, and then just drives it back in. So <laughs> that he can just lay everybody. waste to everybody. He could have just taken the car and been gone, but he's like, no, nah, fuck this shit. All these yeah, guys are dying. The, the idea that, was that a taxi-specific Chop shop, or was that a taxi operation? Some Who call cares? They fucking kill. <laughs> they were moving drugs in there. I was just very confused by all of that. So the mob is now running a taxi chop shop or a taxi operation. Well, no, no, no yeah, yeah. So everywhere. the taxi service is how they smuggle the drugs, and then yeah. they happen to also be stealing cars. Okay, good I, to know. I mean, I was very, very excited to see Peter Stormare playing uh, the brother of. Uh, of the the first villain and the uh, fact that Boris the basic, Blade, uh, no, of uh, the the villain in the first one who was in uh, the OG uh, girl with the dragon tattoos. He's the boss in the first movie. The first yeah, yeah, Russian, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, was was the guy that, from from Snatch not in there too? No, I think. What are you thinking of Taken Two? <laughs> I'm thinking of Taken Two. <laughs> he was a villain in oh that. Oh God. <laughs> You guys, Taken 2 was okay. Just don't watch Taken 3, because literally no one gets taken, and uh, I want my money back. Both taken, se- both taken sequels were terrible. Spoilers. Yeah. Taken, two was at least, taken I would argue, was a coherent movie. 3 is not a coherent movie. And they changed the actor for the ex-husband. It's so dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. They changed it from the dude from 24 to like that other dude who I can't remember. Anyway. Also, it's PG-13, so Liam Neeson shoots the bad guy in the chest with no shirt on several times, and there's no blood. And you're like, what am I doing here? Come on, Liam Neeson. Why'd you do this movie? That's Maybe. what everyone said on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> All right, so but anyways. anyways um, should, should, should I? Should okay, I so I, I was just going to say, I like that Peter Stormare played his brother, and they're, they're kind of extended. But the fact that, like, basically all of his lines are just recapping the first movie. <laughs> He's just like, but they it's not... killed his dog. And you're just like, oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> but you <laughs> they're get about the to, vibe they're about to kill that, like, you, he's sir. terrified. It's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty, I, it's I pretty badass. It. I hope it started off hot. I, I feel, I feel like he's... pretty open. I, like, yeah. I love him as an actor, but I think he's, a little, he's hamming it up a little bit too much in that scene. Like... His his spaces when you can hear the killing going on outside are perfect, but I think before that's that, w- that's when funny. he's explaining yeah. to the other guy, and the guy's like, "Sir, but can't we just like 
kill him? And he's like, you did not kill John Wick? <laughs> like, he, he sort of, he I has think... this, like, shit-eating grin on his face where he's like, yay, I, I, as a favor, somebody let me be in John Wick too." <laughs> <laughs> Keanu right, when, called him up. When you hear the guys moaning in the background, just dying below, he, his face is priceless. I don't, I don't think Peter Stormare can go over the top enough. Like, I think he is... Like, he's probably one of the few actors that I would, you know, I'd like to see him go more. Obviously, you haven't seen him unpimp the auto. Wait, what? That's a reference. He was in these 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 uh, VW commercials back in the day. Oh God, stupid! Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember yeah. those. Like, Time to unpimp the, v- the auto. The white VWs. Yeah. Listen up, VW in the house, Jason. This is your '98 Fudge McCallit. You got an F. You know what we're gonna do now? No. Unpimp your auto. Uh, anyway, I like when Peter Stormare goes total scene chew- scene chewing, you know, like a ba- like Bad Boys Two, like that level. Twenty two Jump Street. Oh yeah, Twenty two Jump Street. When he was the, the wait, he's always in the he's second. The bad guy. He's always in the second movies. He knows what he's doing. He's in a lot of second movies. Anyway, <laughs> Armageddon Two. Yeah, yeah Armageddon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that went straight to VOD. Armageddon 2, Animal Crackers. Yes. That's a deep poll if you don't... Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, doesn't... doesn't uh, I don't... I don't do some kind of Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo eats, I don't eats know. Animal Crackers in Zodiac. No, it's, it's, the, it's the sex scene. Oh, yeah. When, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Anyways, so, uh, so should, should, should I get to my thoughts on the film? Okay, yes. <laughs> I suppose. Now that we're 40 minutes into the episode. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I had an immensely fun time with this film. I was super excited, as as all of us were, for it. Um, I, I, I did, was a little bit fearful. I think it's, it's, it's really hard to follow up a film like John Wick, just because... You kind of you kind of have the chance to fall into the state of like, well, we have to like do all those other things, but just like more. And I think the beginning of this film has it, it kind of sh- starts to show a hint of of the problem, right? Where in the first one it was just show a bunch of crazy action. The plot is very very simple. It's just you know he's pissed off that his dog is dead and his car is gone. Um, he's just gonna kill everyone. And in this film. We, we get a big chunk of like 25 minutes of this film where like they're just explaining things. And the first film was like, we don't have to see anything or we don't have to tell you anything. We'll just show you things and it'll be awesome. And in this film, like because the plot, like they need something to carry the fl- plot forward because basically he was pissed at a certain group of people and now they're all dead. Um, so I was kind of worried as the film started just because the amount of time we were devoting to like exposition, but it quickly caught up to uh, returning to to the great form of of what John Wick is, and uh, and I and I loved it. I mean, there there are things in this film that are like little subtle touches where it's like it's clear that Keanu has been training a lot with weapons <laughs> because it's not just him doing cool. Like it's not just the the other end of the bullet that is cool. Like I I think I feel like in in the first John Wick. He's doing a lot of like tumbling and flipping and like shooting guys, but kind of what makes it crazy and intense is the the 
craziness of what's happening on the end of the gun, right? But I think in this film, there's a lot of this, like these these subtle touches of, of little moves, things that I haven't seen in movies. Like every movie has the scene where the guy, the hero, you know, hits the button, his clip falls out, and he slams in a new clip. But in like this film, he's killing people so fast that he has to like whip the click the clip out sideways to like force it out fast enough for him to reload so he can start shooting people again. There's like this weird move where like. He throws the gun up in the air, flips his hand around, catches it by the slide, and then cocks it with his reverse hand as he looks over his shoulder to see if there's an extra bullet in there, and then flips the gun back around and catches it and starts shooting people. And I'm like, what? That was cool. That what? was really cool. What is this, and, and how did you come up with this? This is so fucking rad. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I had a great time with it, and I love just the level of, you know, as I, as I said during the, that introdu- introduction to what this film was, that like in the first one, it was a bunch of hen- henchmen being killed. And this film really steps it up to where it's, it's not just him shooting henchmen. It is a series of assassins who are theoretically trained as, as well as him, right? Or they're yeah. supposed to, you know, they all think they are at least. And, yeah. you know, in the first one, he does encounter a few other assassins. Like there's that woman who is like trying to take him out and like uh, oh, a couple yeah. different groups of people who, who are kind of coming after him. But oh, for yeah. the most Adriana Paliki or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But for, like, she's for the- actually what really solidified the, the quality of the first movie is that she breaks the rule of the Continental where you cannot attack people on Continental grounds, yeah. like neutral grounds. Yeah. And she has to die for that. And so when at the end of this movie, spoiler Yep, 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 yep. Whoa, not my fault this time. Uh Uh-oh, I knew not to go there. Easy. No full spoilers. You're going to get dumped out. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. Um, (laughs) But anyways, uh, yeah, so as I was saying, in, 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 in that film, you know, like, the people he's going up against are like, there's no contest, right? Like they have, there's no way they stand a chance yeah. against him. And really, in this film, um, like he is very much in danger, <laughs> right? Oh, for, he gets dis- he gets brutally for, oh, oh, destroyed that, by. That was over another thing I, I I love about this film too is like in the first film, it's a lot of people not hitting him, right? Like everybody is really shitty with guns, and he's just avoiding being <laughs> shot or killing he them gets before. Shot a lot in this movie, yeah. In, yeah. in this film, like you know, they 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 help it and they 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 cover it um, with the fact that like they have all this crazy new space age Kevlar shit sewn into all their their suits, but like. People are being shot like <laughs> repeatedly. There, there's the you he know he gets the, shot multiple times before he even knows what's happening. We well, yeah, like there, there's yeah. that shot. It's in the trailer. Um, but like when they when he first encounters Common, like him and Common shoot each other like six <laughs> yeah. times like, and then run on. away. And it's yeah. like so insane. Like well, they both have those baller. Cool. They both have those baller like Italian suits, like you said, that have like the the bulletproof lining or whatever yeah yeah which but it's like the- by the way the the most i think my favorite part of this movie is when the one chick who's playing the violin like boom boom like shoots him and he literally uses the side of his jacket as a shield as, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he does that a couple times and i was like shield. that is a, that's a fucking that that's a next level move right there that's that's badass yeah, she yeah. was cool, and then the guy after her, the sumo guy. Oh yeah! Holy shit! Who I think he has to shoot in the head twice to take out. Fully. <laughs> I mean, he shoots him a lot because he's big. I, you know, I kept thinking <laughs> while watching this movie that Common is like the match for John Wick or Keanu, uh, but then I realized after the second fight that Common only catches up to Keanu after Keanu has had his shit completely beaten out of him. 
And yeah. it's almost not even fair. And he it's hits him with a car. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. It's at yeah. the end of the Italian sequence, and at the end of the New York City subway sequence, Common shows up, and it's like, hey, come on. Give him a break. Yeah. He takes yeah, a break he... from fighting Alex Cross to come attack John Wick. <laughs> Wait, was Common in that? Was it, wasn't he the, the assassin in, in Alex Cross? No. No, that was Matthew Fox. That what, was no, Are you talking about a Medea movie? No, no, no. There's a movie where Common, he has like the laser sight on his eye. Oh, that, dude, that was your favorite movie, Run All Night. Oh, no, was it Run All Night? Yes, he played the Terminator dude and the Hitman in that. Yeah. Because I remember. God damn it. I hate I Common remember thinking so when we watched that movie, I remember thinking like Common shows up with his like laser pointers or whatever. And I was like, the, Common just walked in from another movie. Like he's not, <laughs> he doesn't fit into this at all. He's in the better movie. Maybe he was his character from John Wick. Pretty sure you're talking about Smoke and Aces, by the way. No, he, was he? Did, it was in Run All Night because I remember he had the stupid. Uh, he's the hitman in that that they hire. But yeah, he's. Don't remember. He's why also. Do I, why do I he's, feel like I imagine uh, Tyler Perry running away from him? <laughs> I don't know. I think you imagine Tyler Perry running away from a lot of things. Well, maybe because Matthew <laughs> yes. Fox was Matthew Fox was bald in Alex Cross. And Common was bald in every yeah, movie. Yeah, you're confusing your bald men here. Um, uh, I don't know. but which, yes. bald, which bald man is the tennis player? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, my God. He was also in Strict Kings with Keanu? I'm looking up. Oh, uh, shit. That's right. I totally oh forgot God. about that. And he was in Wanted? Damn, I, I love this guy. He's so cool. Dude, there's so many there's so many reunions in this movie. Keanu just called yeah. up all his buddies and was like, come be in John Wick 2. I just I just can't take Common seriously in anything. Like, just his, his face. I just want him to die. Not not <laughs> not the actor in real life. Here we go. I mean, all right. Whoa, we're getting Hey, it's been a lot of fun, down. you guys. I gotta get going. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting down to the real nitty-gritty here. Every yeah, character no. he plays, I want to die. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> I did like him in Smoking Aces, though. I know I you mentioned that. Him. Yeah. Look at, the, so look at that cool. shit-eating grin on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I totally so where forgot. Are we in the movie. I totally forgot he was in Street Kings, and that is a great movie. Yeah. That is a hilariously entertaining uh, movie. Um. Anyway, uh, what was the, what, my favorite line from that movie? Is Keanu says to someone, uh, "You, you, you dress white, you talk black, and you drive Jew." And I'll just <laughs> never forget the ridiculousness of that line. Oh yeah, that was in the beginning when he was talking to was like, like the, the first scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking to like the uh, the Korean like gangster yeah. guy who yeah. was trying to act black and stuff. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that drive was pretty Jew? great. What does that even mean? <laughs> um, anyways, yes. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what I what we were talking about. Um, I think Chris was just giving his rundown. He thinks yeah. it's an amazing movie. He agrees with me. I I was going to say... Oh, John Wick well, Chapter 2 is great, yes. I, I was... Oh, we were talking about how he uses his, his jacket as like a little mini shield. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that, that was super cool. I also liked when... Like so, him and Common when they're they're like total, they're full on like fist fighting, and then they literally roll down <laughs> stairs twice, oh my twice. God. for like a minute. For like it feels like five minutes. They're just rolling down stairs, and you're like, this is like something out of a like a 
it's like a pratfall almost. Like it, it's almost like you know. I was like, oh, now I kind of get why they just you know you know that 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 whole like uh, in the very very beginning when they just had the, uh, the the silent movie being projected on the side of a building. It was almost like a call out to that, you know, like a. It wasn't just like, hmm. oh, hey, you know what's gonna be fucking awesome? We're gonna start off our movie. <laughs> With like a Charlie Keanu Chaplin, got to his uh, homeless IV and was perfectly okay after ten minutes. Yeah, see, <laughs> now we come back to like that Hobo King stuff, and I really, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I thought that was like a whole nother like Lawrence Fishburne's got like carrier pigeons and shit. I, he's like sending people flip phones. I don't even know what's going on. I think he was hooking SIM cards into the pigeons, just like in Game of Thrones, with the, with the notes they send between the castles. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he's basically was... the unit guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I that feel like Ross awesome. Fishburne's career, he's getting kind of dug in as the guy who shows up halfway through the movie and blows you blows your mind. Because the other movie he does this in, <laughs> Passengers. Is... <laughs> passengers yeah i was gonna say predators he also shows up halfway through yeah he did show up like, halfway through i'm gonna that. kick some ass now oh is he yeah. the guy that stole the rest of the uh no he was a crazy he was the... he was on the sh- one of those like spaceships with he was on the ship he was chilling there stuff. yeah he was a crazy dude chilling on the ship that they find yeah yeah now i was gonna i was gonna make the joke that he stole all the uh the red lasers from the trailer oh uh, yeah yeah he's the one i'll still never forgive them for that Okay, but okay, just real quick though. I mean, who is more of a a late in the game surprise? Lawrence Fishburne in Passengers or Andy Garcia in Passengers? Am I right? Woo! Because he had no lines. I didn't even see that movie. Spoilers. Damn it, I gotta see it. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you you acted like you saw it. No, did I did. I did. Yeah, okay, so remember at the very end, like, Andy Garcia just shows up. He walks out. He had no lines because clearly they were all cut. His role was reduced or something. I don't know, but he showed up at the end. IMDb it, bro. No, I I'm, saw him in the trailer. I'm, I'm they showed both right of them now. in the yeah, trailer. I, I just don't remember what he... Well, we'll talk about it afterward. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, picture, I'm picturing it now in his, in his little, like, flight jacket. <laughs> yeah. He literally showed up and had no lines. It was pretty awesome. So what's up with the way Keanu talks in this movie? Did anyone else uh, notice there's something going on there? Uh, that he uh, talked awesomely? That he talks the same it's way sort he talks of like in every movie? Yeah. <laughs> two words. He hates what he's saying. It's it's going to get, it takes him every ounce of energy to get out these two word sentences. Well, it's dude, so they, weird. They that, dragged that's him every out movie. of retirement. That's, no, no, that's they dragged every him movie out of retirement, in. bro. You're, you're telling me the two sides of my brain, the two hemispheres of my brain? <laughs> Are competing? <laughs> like that's every single movie he's in. He talks the same way. And then I also I also made a note that he speaks every language, and it blows my mind when he busts out the sign language. To, uh, we got to talk about this woman. Oh, she that was great. So much ass. I I'm not. She g- was so awesome. <clears throat> I won't say it, but his final line in sign language was up there with the O line in the first one. I thought. What was his final? What was his final line? <laughs> so, I'm not gonna say it. Should I say it? Spoilers? Are you gonna beep? Are you gonna dump me? <laughs> no. We'll is just, it? We'll just, we'll is it, it even a spoiler? No. Okay. So remember, at the end, she says, "I'll be seeing you," and Keanu just looks at him and goes, "Like, sure," and then just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I did like how they connected the fight with her to the fight with Common. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to point. I want to say I, I wrote that down because we were with the, just, with the knife. We were starting yeah. to yeah with the knife. Yeah, we we're starting to go all over the place. I wanted to really shout out the well. First of all, I mean the action in general is as awesome as the first one, and I know that I, I very much commended the first movie and then now this movie for you know showing us the action in full. Get a lot of nice wide shots. None of this shaky, jiggly cam action. Um, everything's happening, like, very fast, but you can, you know, you know the geography of the action scenes. It's all choreographed very well. Um, and and kind of going into what Chris said about, you know, how he's taking out all these dudes and, like, you know, I feel like in a lesser movie that could get kind of repetitive, that he's just, like, killing, like, just, you know, faceless henchmen, like, one after the next. But I feel like they they really took the time to like go in and really come up with like a different move. Like each kill is like completely different from the next. Because um, you know, not to diss Tony Jaw, but in a movie like The Protector, like you can only watch Tony Jaw break a dude's arm, you know. <laughs> so many times or, or do like, the oh. double flying knee kick <laughs> yeah oh, i like, love it i love like, the double flying knee kick you're like okay mr jaw it's awesome that you broke this dude's elbow for like the 80th time but like let's change it up a little bit i feel like in john wick they are always he's doing like a new move for each well they, they they break out his limitations or his 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 like superpower so the first yeah. sequence his weapon is a car yeah, his yeah, second yeah. sequence, his weapon is anything he wants. He's unlimited. <laughs> his third sequence is... Yeah, he has well, all his he, weapons. He has every weapon he wants. It dessert, entree, I love that. It was great, great the way they break it down. And he could bust out the shotgun. He's got the AR-15. He's got the knife. Um, the next sequence, his weapon is running away. He, can't, he has nothing except like his one gun. He's out of bullets. He's just running away from assassins. And the final sequence, it's... I, I don't... You know, he has nothing. He has seven bullets, and then he has to take guns off of people to keep fighting. So that's how they keep twisting it up over and over and over again. It's a completely different theme of fighting, which I just loved. I mean, that's yeah. what keeps you under seat. It's like, how is he going to get out of the situation? He has nothing left. And there, yeah, there's, also, keep... there's also like a sense of desperation to, to his actions. Like, there, yeah. there's the one point where like he's out of bullets and he throws the gun, but it's not like in other movies where like they throw the gun. It, it just like this, hurts a little bit. It's like this yeah, exhaustive, like, I don't have enough time, <laughs> throw the gun grab the thing try to get that guy's gun and it's just a series of like this is a person who is just almost dying constantly and it, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like it's it's uh it's like a war of attrition right like like you're you're just like he, yes he is better than all these people but there's only so much one man can do to not die no, I, I i disagree i i have i have a thought i think he's actually invincible um there's a scene in this movie where he sits down. I think it's 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 in his home, and he looks at his hands, and he doesn't start crying, but he's like shaking with both exhaustion and desperation and depression. And I feel like he he's cursed by this skill, and it made me think of uh, Viggo Mortensen in the history of violence, where he can't escape mm. this like inevitability. He has to just keep killing and killing and killing. That's all he's there to do, and he's perfect at it. Well, I mean, yeah, but he like he understands the context for for. Uh... Like I, I I don't 
The, the curse is that people want him dead, not that he needs to kill. Because he was out. He was done. Like, he, like, there's a reason why twice he's buried all his shit in cement. Because he, he, doesn't, he doesn't want it anymore, right? Like, he, he, wants, he wants fully out, and he's completely content being fully out. It's, yeah. it's, the curse is that everybody else wants him dead. Especially this Italian guy with the dumbest hair. I, the, the hair took me out of the movie so many times. I hated that curly hair. I know it's a nitpick, but awful. So, so, so you, you feel about his hair the way I feel about Common's face. I guess, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to cut it off. You know, no, totally. I I thought he was a good uh, a good villain. They you know they always get you know he was he was good at being like cartoonish the, the smarmy villain. You know. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I will say that you know, like like you guys say, like they they do a really good job of ratcheting up the tension with each fight scene or action scene um and you know he's basically macgyvering his way out of a lot of these situations um and that's you know he's basically you know he can just he can make anything into a killing you know a killing a weapon or you know he's a into a killing machine and i think that that's what you know makes every action scene fun because you don't know how it's going to play out um and and i think you know that kind of lends into the the memorableness of each action scene because you know every this was the same thing in the first movie too like every action set piece in this movie is completely memorable um i mean like the the directors and the writer i mean they clearly had a a strong vision for this movie and every set piece was very you know thoughtfully uh examined thought out blah 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 like i mean they really took the time to to create something memorable because usually a lot of you know in in action movies you don't really get that and it's just kind of you know the shit happens and whatever but i mean we get so many great i mean we've mentioned the the like the the outdoor like concert scene which felt very like that felt like a scene like i mean john wick has a lot of like early aughts late 90s early aughts vibes but that scene especially was like if this movie came out in 2003 that would have been like evanescence for sure instead of like the <laughs> evanescence <laughs> wannabe band or whatever that they hired and uh a total I hated, that band was awful to, but in total aughts fashion that they that they have that band playing in the movie and then they play their song over the end credits but anyway well, it made me think of triple x one with uh, yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um so that was, I like that, and I liked, um, but I mean, the real, the real kicker of this movie is the final set piece in the, in the museum, uh, the art galleries and stuff. Like, that is, that is really next level shit. I mean, not only is it hilarious that, you know, that they're clearly having some fun and some, with the commentary of that he, he's mowing down guys and their blood is splattering the walls next to these paintings um, but then like he goes into this hall of mirrors and it, it really feels like they had, they had Nicholas winning Refn come in and ghost direct this <laughs> final action scene because it is, it, it becomes, I mean, the whole movie has like kind of a hypnotic surreal vibe, but it really comes to a head in that final hall of mirrors, man. It's it, like, that is, that was so fucking awesome. And, like, all of the... Like, they must have spent millions of dollars to just edit out the camera 
the cameras because they clearly like there's so many great shots where you you know you're seeing characters and you can see like the action playing out from all these different angles because of the mirrors and shit but i mean just the way that they stage it and how it comes off is just like very like surreal and uh i mean it's like it's up there i mean that's that's gotta be one of the best action scenes ever like uh, ever like really like that is so memorable that i mean yeah that's just that's up there that is top top notch he also starts that sequence with no bullets again, yeah like yeah super again tension how and and four people walk in with giant automatic rifles yeah how he has no chance yeah it's four people it's the big bad and it's the awesome ruby rose assassin who is just i'm gonna say it a third time she is so amazing. Yeah, I she, want more of her. She's I great. Want her backstory. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and and I mean, like, no joke. Uh, both both John Wicks, but this one especially, like, deserves legitimate Oscar attention for cinematography, production design, uh, and costume design. Like everything in this movie, like, is immaculately. Done. like like the like i said like every set piece is memorable and especially that that last uh museum one um but just like all of the design in that it's like it's like that level good um but i know it, it would never even come close to getting like that kind of uh attention but i mean i i think it's on that level um because there's just so much detail and richness to like all of the you know the different scenes i mean especially like i know you mentioned uh like that that in that crazy tub you know the the bathtub that that woman is in amazing like that (laughs) it didn't need to be that way but who cares like i mean like she could have sat in a chair and and, but no they put her in a bathtub it was crazy like the 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 aesthetic and the vibes of that was just like that that's the shit right there like that is yeah like again like just the attention to detail in that and and all of the the, the scenes in this movie is what really sets it above uh, any other action movie, uh, most action movies, you know. No, I agree. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the, the pencil scene, I, I have to I, know, I love that. the callback to the John Wick's once killed somebody with a pencil. A fucking yeah. pencil! <laughs> and I mean, they what, do it. When he set that up, you knew that was, that was going to be paid off uh, somewhere. Check, check off his pencil. Yeah, Chekhov's pencil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it did no, there not... were several moments in the theater where it was bursting. People were bursting out laughing in excitement. Like, how did he just do that? Oh yeah, there was a lot of fist pumping, uh, applause worthy moments in this movie. I mean, the whole movie is pretty much that way. Yeah, uh, but not in a way like um, what was the movie that came out last year that was all first person perspective, like a video game. Oh, Hardcore Henry. Gosh. Hardcore Henry. It wasn't like that though. That had fist pumping but more out of like shock this was sort of like you're rooting for keanu you can't believe that he keeps getting out of these crazy situations where everybody in new york is an assassin coming after him and all yeah. he has is a pencil yeah chris the number one fan <laughs> <laughs> of hardcore henry uh, yeah hardcore henry it was on his top I mean, 10 <laughs> well like, yeah it was number 10 give me a break <laughs> it's still on the top 10 well, it had that New Zealand guy who's so cool. Or South African guy. Sorry. Oof, well, sorry. Charlotte is... <laughs> yeah, Charlotte <laughs> Copley. Yeah, he's, yeah gr- so, um, he's great in everything. So, I mean, like, speaking of, of the craziness, I mean, the inevitable John Wick Chapter 3 
Oh, which will, I can't wait. Which will be this movie cranked up about to it. like give it to me now. As far as you can get, like essentially, this film will start an hour from the ending of this this film. Oh, it <laughs> you know, John Wick Chapter Three will start an hour from the end of uh. of John Wick Chapter Two, and uh, it will literally be it, it it will be World War Z if all the zombies <laughs> were oh other God. assassins. If all Very the zombies. Hard. We're hitmen. We're the sumo hitmen. You're men. saying Brad Pitt's gonna show up to save the day? <laughs> oh my god! Looks. I don't think I'm just gonna be out of jizz. Like there's just gonna be no. I'm just. I'm. Jesus. I can't. My balls are just gonna f- explode. I won't be able to handle it. I I was thinking towards like three quarters of the way through the movie. I was thinking, okay, how are they gonna do number three? So the first one's Russians. The second one's the Italian. And then they mentioned that the third group in the in this underworld are the Chinese. And I thought, okay, the third one's going to be Chinese. But no, the third one has to be just, like you said, World War Z, him just running. Well, yeah, I mean, dog. The they dog definitely, is dead. We have to be pretty clear. Yeah, they definitely alluded to, uh, you know, a global threat um, against John Wick. Um, and and, and I, I, I wrote that down too, which uh, the scene, you know, where it start, where they, the guy puts in the hit on John Wick and then, you know, everybody, like, is on their flip phones or whatever, and they're like, oh, shit. And they're all coming out after him. And it kind of, you know, it starts off with the the woman with the violin. And, uh, you know, it starts going from there. And it's like, that's a, a big, big sequence. I want to say it goes on for maybe, like, 20, 25 minutes. Like, it feels like a long stretch of time. And a lot of it is just, like, you know, dudes coming out of nowhere and John Wick picking them off. And I was just like... If the rest of the movie is like this, I'm I'm totally okay with that. Totally I'm okay with just John Wick running around, people just coming out of the woodwork, and he's just like, oh, f- okay, fuck you. Um, and and I and if the third movie is just like that sequence, but a two-hour movie, yeah, the like, whole movie, that would be dope. Like I would be well, totally down with that. You can assume he's not the first person to be. So maybe there is an even deeper underworld that he can go get help. Or mm-hmm. go negotiate something. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm totally gonna bleep that what you just said, but uh, <laughs> what, uh, I, what happened? What that was pretty spoilery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you said, which I'm gonna bleep again. But I will say that uh, fuck. He does find Gwyneth Paltrow's head no, 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 in a box, no, though. <laughs> no, okay, I'm not gonna bleep that because that's a running yes. joke. But I will, I will say though that like he has right, so yeah. he can make a pact with somebody most likely. And he has a chance for um, some amount of time. But I'm going to bleep the shit out of a bunch of these things. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) this is going to be a real fun part of the episode to listen to. But yeah, I I just think that there's stuff in place for things to happen. And either way, it's going to be crazy, though. I mean, I just... It is... It it is interesting though if if you like this scene that we're all talking about loving so much. It's basically the end of the first Matrix film, right? Except for instead of yeah. like normal random citizens becoming Agent Smith, they just become another assassin. <laughs> like it's that exact same thing where it's like, oh shit, I just need to get to a payphone and get the fuck out of here. But yeah, like, he just constantly yeah. trying to not die. It was pretty yeah. That yeah that I mean, oh, man, like I I really hope they don't screw it up for the third one. I mean, I feel like these the the team behind this movie is smart enough to to really deliver on, uh, on a you know a really great trilogy. I mean, I mean, but I mean, the third movies are always usually the shittiest. Like it's it's so hard to make a sequel. It's even harder to do a second sequel. 
So, I mean, I hope they don't drop the ball, but I, I have a feeling that they kind of have, like, even before they made the second one, they probably had ideas of where it would go if they did a third one. And I think that, you know, I, I, I have faith that they can that they can nail it. Do you think they'll even, like, make enough money to justify a third one? Oh, dude, it, it made double the uh, opening this weekend. Oh, the second okay. one did. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it it they're they'll definitely make a another one. Like this yeah, movie see. is art. This movie's already made almost the entire uh gross of the first movie in its do opening we, weekend. Do we know what the budget was? Cuz it looks like it's 30 million right now is what it's brought in domestically. Well, the budget for the first movie was 20, so I imagine that this one can't be much more. Maybe 40, I don't know. Which if they did, I mean, it's pretty damn good for a Let's for, see if uh, Wikipedia like a, has the budget listed. Uh, it says budget like is forty million, and the box office right now is forty one point nine million worldwide. Boom! Called so, it. So yeah, so it is. It has made back its money, um, and you know it just started. So there, there's still time. It's currently yeah, sitting I at mean, number three in the charts for. I mean, it just right shows now. you. Yeah, it really. I mean, it shows you how like beloved this movie has become because. Like I said, the first movie opened to like 14 million and topped out at like 43, and the second one opened to 30 million, and will probably do you know close to 100. I mean, it, like it definitely has spawned a huge following, and rightfully so. Um, but it's crazy that this movie was made for 40 million. Like that was the same. Like to put it in perspective, John Wick Chapter Two budget 40 million. The budget for Office Christmas Party was forty-five million. <laughs> so Jesus. that's how you know that they literally that's pretty amazing. They spent the money well on this movie. Well, half that went to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> it probably did, but uh, I mean, yeah, just the the fact that they did all this on you know just proves that you know you don't need one hundred and fifty, two hundred million to make a solid action movie. Yeah, so it is. It is. It is crazy that like the entire domestic run of the first John Wick is almost surpassed now by John Wick Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I and I wanted to mention the other thing. The last thing I had written down because uh, Mr. Klein mentioned. Um, uh oh. You mentioned. <laughs> well, you mentioned you 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 uh, very high praise uh, compared the. Uh, the the scene with Keanu and Common talking in the bar uh, to De Niro. Oh, I, I was being slightly <laughs> sarcastic. Okay, well, I mean, but the the De Niro Pacino. I mean, like the idea, you know, the like, you know, the famous De Niro Pacino meeting uh, restaurant scene in Heat. Like, technically, that is you know a cliche, but it's done in a very you know really awesome movie. Um, but you know that that scene always you know, kind of happens in a movie. It's kind of like the cliche scene in action movies where, like, the opposing forces sit down and meet, you know, and have a have a talk or whatever. And it's and it's kind of it's kind of awesome that in the world of John Wick, they've kind of they've kind of taken the action movie cliches and just worked them into the mythology of, you know, the of this world. Like where, you know, they're fighting and they fight their way into the continental and it's like, hey, can't you know knock that shit off you can't fight in here so you better go I mean, they were you better go just, sit down and talk it out yeah yeah but you know like that's they, what i like about this movie is like they didn't finish the fight and just go and got away no they had to like 
talk and have a drink. And I thought that was, I mean, that just sticks out as another thing that makes John Wick what I would, I would use the word special. Yeah. Is that they'd never do what you expect them to do. Yeah, but, they, you know, but like, but you know what I mean? Like they, they kind of weaved in that, that kind of, that moment that you've seen a lot in action movies. They, they kind of weave that into the, the mythology of it. It's like where they were forced to sit down and have this moment because of the rules that were made in this world. And which they know I, which each I think other is too. Cool. I'd love to know what the pre, what the story is. That they know which what each other likes to drink in terms of you know liquor. Well, yeah, I mean, they, um, they, clearly they have had, they've had a past together where they've crossed yeah. roads many many a time. Um, yeah. I, what's what is the word ward? Um, Common says you killed my ward, someone I was very close to. Is that a common word that I just don't know, or is that well, it was a common word in this case. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> well, wasn't that wasn't that like the the person he was protecting, like, or assigned to yeah. or whatever. I just never heard that that word used that way, so I was kind of interested in that. Well, that's the beauty of John Wick is they just drop they drop knowledge on you, and you better, you know, yeah. figure it out. Well, I mean, you see, yeah. that's, you see, that's where I disagree is that, you know, I don't want to know the backstory or a lot of uh, the backstory between John Wick and Common's character because, like, that like that's the kind of stuff that's where you start getting into like matrix sequel territory where it's like no, i don't right. want to like i don't know i don't want to know where the shit that i love came from like the whole pat oswald thing you know where it's like i just want to i want to fill that in you know myself with my own imagination and like i just like you know having that you know be sort of like mysterious and and i feel that in myself which I like, you know, like I said, I like that they didn't do that with the world building this time around. They just added more to it. And you're like, ooh, like, I just, you know, I want more. And like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, fucking uh, tits, bro. I, I feel you. Uh, should, should, should we wrap this up? <laughs> I, I think we've covered... I think, I think we, we covered, covered everything. we covered everything. We covered the the Roman Forum. I'm going to call it that. We covered yeah. uh, him running away in New York. Amazing. Yep. And then the museum scene. Amazing. And then every time I try to talk about the end, I get shut down. So you know, <laughs> this is and, the part uh, That's the way we do, David Klein. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, and the opening, the the Derby opening scene, where he's just fucking running people over with his car. I mean, car is <laughs> a weapon. Pretty badass. Yeah. And he, uh, if, you know, he loved that car, yet uh, it is pretty fucked by the end of that sequence. I did. And, of I, course, they whip out John Leguizamo to fix I, it. I did like that, that Johnny Legs came back, and uh, even for the brief uh, scene, he had a... That's another thing about this universe that I find fascinating. Even there's, like, car people who are involved in this one global criminal underworld. It's yeah. somehow all connected, which I love. Yeah. You know what? I I want more backstory. I disagree with Chris. I want I want a I want a graphic novel. I want a TV series. I want everything. No, I want radio. I, I'm, I'm I'm the king of exposition. I'm, I'm not saying I don't want backstory. What I'm saying is the beginning of this film it changed uh, mood wise from the first film because the first film was just like oh shit this guy's pissed he's gonna kill some fools but this film was like oh wait hold on a second before we start killing some people we got to like set this up. And that was something we haven't seen in a John Wick film yet. So it was just a slowdown um, that we weren't used to from the first film. And that, that it was just a simple, uh, I, it, I didn't even say it was like a full complaint. It was that I started to get worried as we were getting through it. And then as everything picked up, I was like, no, no, no this is the John Wick I remember. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was just confusing his C words. That's all. I was the one who said 
that uh, I don't want more exposition. <laughs> Carson doesn't want any exposition. No, I want the Jeff Nichols version of John Wick. Fucking no explanation for anything. <laughs> it's just John no Wick ending. driving in his car with a kid in the yeah. backseat trying to get into some alien spaceship. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm dead shocked. I mean, there probably someone has. I just haven't seen it or dug deep enough. But I'm legit shocked that no one has busted out the cliche of the Empire Strikes Back of action sequels or the Godfather Two of action sequels. I haven't seen that yet. So, but I think no, it's I think it's I to that level. I don't level, know if I would though. go that far. I would go that far actually. I think that they. I, mean, I, I yeah. I think that 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 comparison would actually be worthy this time because i do think that what they're you know if they're able to pull off uh chapter three as good as the first two i think they are setting up you know uh, chapter two would act as a really great bridge movie am i right guys (laughs) (laughs) come on uh we'll go with yes I, I i don't i don't know Carson, Carson, you're always right. Okay, that's what I... I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. I'm always right in my mind. This is your first time, David. You don't know anything. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, th- I, think, I think we should uh, wrap this episode up um, because we've been going a plenty a long time here. So let's go ahead and get into our verdicts for John Wick Chapter 2. David Klein, if you're going to give us a must-see, a reckon with a caveat, a wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? I would give it a thorough must-see. I loved it. I, I want to see it again. I mean, I'm going to buy it. Well, I don't know if I'll buy it, but, you know. Wait, wait, here, here's, here's, here's the real test. Are you going to buy it and then, like, several months later, go to buy Target, see that it's $7, <laughs> and buy it again? Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I actually had a conversation tonight with my, about, with my girlfriend about getting rid of the Blu-ray player. Oh, God. It's over. It's over, you guys. Oh, hey, well, now, now you can just buy it directly on iTunes. Physical yeah, media no. is dead, bro. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know no, this movie? This movie is fantastic, and uh, I look forward to whatever special features they do. And um, if you really are interested in learning more, I, I guess if you can tolerate Keanu speaking for more than thirty seconds at a time, he was on the Nerdist, I think today or yesterday, um, with Chris Hardwick, and they talk a little bit more about the movie and what it's like to, you know, to film it. And it's, it's always interesting. I think there's a video on YouTube also where they show him training with like SWAT team people and how aggressive and specific. No, the dude, that, that is. video is badass. Dude. Yeah. I saw some of that. Practice. That was pretty cool. Uh, so that's cool. And you can, you can really tell how, how good he is with the, with the, not that I know anything about guns, but I mean, there's something he's doing in these movies that, that Bruce Willis never does when he holds a gun. Uh, Keanu is very precise. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate the effort he put into it. And, and just that bathtub, man. That I gotta get a hold. Of, I gotta find out what club that was and go hit up that bathtub. It was so cool. It was probably the club on like Soundstage Five, and whatever uh, studio. <laughs> I don't and know. And Ruby Rose, I mean, just crushed it. Making her deaf, or I mean, just so many good decisions in this movie. It was great. Te- technically, so you don't yeah. know, Technically, you don't know that she actually is. She could just not talk very much. Uh, that's a good point. She could be a monk. Maybe, I will that, say maybe, she, maybe there's a whole scene that they cut out where like she just pulls a full silent bob and just explains the whole theory <laughs> of what John Wick is. Oh God! And, you know or, what? Or uh, a Sphinx in uh, Gone in Sixty Seconds. Oh man! Yes. 
haven't Deep thought pole. about that movie in a while. Deep Pole, 2000. Uh, yeah, so she's in John Wick Chapter 2, the new Triple X, Pitch Perfect 3. I mean, yeah. Resident Evil, I'm down. She's so. in all the she's in all the sequels, man. Just all she's, in, oh, she's in, in she's in a Jason Statham movie coming up. Oh my she, god! She's in all the the Justin Bieber music videos. Oh, there we go. once again, I will say no, uh, I, I, I'm willing to concede that it's just the hair. When I look at her, the first thing I see is Justin Bieber, and then I'm like, my brain is overriding the like, oh, maybe she's cool, <laughs> just by like, why am I watching Justin Bieber? Does not compute. Um. I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, I I was gonna I was gonna make a deep cut because Chris just mentioned Silent Bob because I was thinking, uh, you know, when uh, when Dave Klein was introduced, I was like Uh-oh. Dave Klein, he is the DP of uh, many of Kevin yeah. Smith films. It's true. Yes, yes. We're special. There you go. Nice. Well, um, next time next time you're gonna do one of those deep cuts, just make sure you're not in that cool bath from the Roman place. Oh, oh my God. I don't know how he does that. Rim that shot, amazing. Woo, white chocolate. <laughs> oh my Damn. God, I know that reference. It's along came Polly. Yep. Philip Seymour Hoffman. P A P S H R I P. Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, he was so funny in that. Anyway, what are we talking about? John Wick. John Wick. I, I, I don't think we've done your verdict yet, uh, Carson. Must see. Recommend the caveat. Wait for until pass with the caveat or must avoid. Uh, anything less than a must-see is, is doing this movie a disservice. Uh, I'm totally gonna... I, I, I will buy this movie when it comes out. Uh, Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, Laserdisc, uh, whatever format. Uh, I'm still a <laughs> proponent of physical media, so I will definitely buy whatever disc it comes out on and lovingly watch it over and over again. Uh, yes, I'm going to give it a must-see. Also, it is a great, fantastic ride. And, uh, dude, we, we, we need some more Wick, right? Everybody needs a little Wick. I always need more Wick. Yep. Wick me. Wick me hard. <laughs> you guys, this movie is fucking awesome. I think we're not even doing enough. <laughs> I, yeah, I really don't think we're driving home how fucking awesome it is. It really deserves... Uh, like, it deserves, you know, like more than a must see yeah i mean this movie this film is absolutely ridiculous i think steven actually possessed he came through and possessed chris a little bit right there <laughs> i think that was a that was a he was channeling his inner steven miller there all right well should, should, we, should we close up the episode? i guess not i guess everyone else disagreed <laughs> um but uh but yeah so so we're gonna we're gonna call this episode to a close david klein uh if people want to find you throughout the week wait wait, wait hold um, on hold on you didn't say what you would give it no i did i said i said must see also oh okay well, i didn't hear you never mind continue all right so david klein if people want to find you throughout the week stalk you on the internet and see what you're about now that they've listened to you rant about uh john wick where can they do that yep I'm uh, at D.I. Klein on the Twitter. That's where you can send all your hate, all your man of chi- Tai Chi, all the all the pro <laughs> man of Tai Chi's can okay. direct oh, their hate. He's fighting in like Timberlands at the end. It is such a dumb movie. Come on. Oh my gosh. David Glide, once it's again, so you owe good. me a life. At yeah, D.I. Klein, baby. Me. I want to take a pure-hearted man of Tai Chi 
and turn him into a killing machine. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> it's more like so good. Uh, it's just the greatest like <laughs> plot in the world. <laughs> it is the Shawshank Redemption of Kung Fu movies. You know, it, re- it would be really good, you know, going back to crossover movies, if, if Keanu, because he's played so many great, memorable characters, if they just got all of his characters, John Wick, Neo, uh, Johnny Utah. The Lake House. Totally. I was trying to remember his name so I could make the same joke. Uh, I actually really like that movie. I really like it. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, he, obviously. He, no, this obviously, is going to happen. Uh, He's going to start sending letters through his his like t- teleporting mailbox yeah, back to himself yeah. to warn him about yeah. uh, the things that set in motion this film. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah, and then uh, Ted Theodore Logan has to show up at some point. Um, Get his character from Speed in there too, and are there any? Are there any other? He's played a lot of great characters. Johnny Johnny Mnemonic, maybe he can make an oh appearance. Oh my god, that movie is crazy. We should definitely review oh, that someday. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, Ice and, Tea. Oh my god, it's a ridiculous movie. Yeah, that. Oh, and then uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph was, Lundgren uh, as yeah. the preacher guy. Yep. Talk about some awesomely. 90s tech in that movie the the all, all the 90s movies that envision the future are the best like we need to go back to that aesthetic like now there's instead. a uh, <laughs> there's a designer who has a blog dedicated to documenting interfaces from movies and he yeah, has yeah. like 10 posts about johnny mnemonic and they break down he breaks down all the different interfaces that you see and it's pretty it's pretty interesting how crazy they go for 1997 i think is when it came out yeah that's an underrated movie if you can stomach it. I think it's pretty gross. <laughs> well, I took a hard left turn. <laughs> I just remember feeling queasy watching it. Uh, for what? That he's, like, inserting, like, uh, chips into himself? Or what was it? I can't remember what the... The guy with the ring, he's just chopping limbs off of people. And uh, the woman with all the all the implants in her body. And she's, like, drugged out on implants. It was just gross. It made, just made me queasy. No big deal. Oh, okay. A giant dolphin that's hooked up to some kind of government oh, device. Oh, I like that. so weird. That dolphin was that dolphin was dope. Jank, I remember the 320 gigabytes in your brain. That that you know, I just was did, just did that, enjoying it. Did that dolphin, dolphin. Re, did that dolphin reject the cybernetic implants and lose its tail, and then have a group of people work together to build it a new tail? <laughs> yeah, Harry Connick Jr. and Morgan Freeman. They made well, it. I thought you were again. talking about Free Willy. I got confused for a second. <laughs> No, that's that an was actual. That was good actually one. the alternate title for John Wick. <laughs> Free Willy. Free Wiki. Nice. All right. So anyways, uh, Carson Patrick, as we've mentioned before in this episode, uh, doesn't have the internet, yeah. so you can't find him anywhere because he is uh, he's off the grid, hanging you out can, with the homeless guys can. in L.A. to to you, build a secret <laughs> underground assassin <laughs> network. <laughs> I, no joke, after the movie was over, we walked out of the theater and there was a woman panhandling on a bench and I was like, fucking... Assassin. Or, assassin, <laughs> man. This, she's a fucking assassin, for sure. That's all I'm going to think of now. Yeah. Anyway, you can find me on uh, on uh, itsahotdog.tumblr.com. That was a real deep cut for for my girlfriend and all the other diehard Sweet November fans. Where are my Sweet November fans at, bro? Come on. I don't even know anyway. what Sweet November is. 
Is that I'm... like the mustache November? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It's Keanu Reeves, Charlize Theron. Come Keanu. on, bro. <laughs> Two of my favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Devil's Advocate reunion we were all waiting waiting for in oh 2001. Come on, amazing movie. Come on, love that movie. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, uh, she's ovulating. <laughs> Such a crazy Devil's Advocate is so crazy. Keanu is in a lot of movies with Satan. That's uh, for sure. It's a running theme. Yeah, and Constantine See, is so good. Oh my god, I love that movie. Yes. But you know what? I, it's not as good as John Wick Chapter 2, though. No, no, not but even it's like close. a close, it's a close third. It's a, <laughs> yeah. right below John Wick Chapter 1. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, okay, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly and you want to let us know if you like David Klein or if you hate him because he didn't like that thing that I liked, um, which I forget already what it was, um, you can use the contact <laughs> form on our site or you can send us an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com. Uh, music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to John Wick uh, Chapter 2, so hopefully you're enjoying that. Uh, yeah, that is the review. David Klein, thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you, Carson, for joining as usual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just thought of I, mean, I just I was I was I was I was pondering, and the uh, the spirit of Stephen Miller, he came into me from China, and he 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 wanted me to say. That hopefully in John Wick Chapter Three, they expose all of John Wick's information on uh, WikiLeaks. Thank Cause you. Because it's John WikiLeaks. Oh Cause... my God. <laughs> <sighs> They're gonna put it on WikiLeaks, guys. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, that's the episode. Thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.